So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Oh, my goodness, we have a dynamo of a guest on tonight, Jeanette Anderson. She's coming on here in just a few minutes, I promise. Real quick, the Mind Body Business Show. It is a show that I had developed with you, the entrepreneur, the small business owner in mind, the one that's looking for how to level up to the next step in their business when it comes to success. And what I've done is I've assembled the most successful entrepreneurs I can find across the globe. And tonight, our guest is coming from up north in Canada, up north from me. Uh, I'm in the United States near Los Angeles. And I just love what I get to do because of the amazing people like Jeanette Anderson, who are so willing to share what has made them successful so that you, the audience, the member, the people watching and listening can simply take notes. And then after you've taken those notes is take action on those notes. And then you can start seeing your success levels increase as a result of doing so. That is it. That's what this show is about. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to learn a lot about Jeanette tonight, uh, find out what makes her tick both from in here and from a business sense as well. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. And what I, I like to say is this show is about what I call the three pillars of success. And that is really part of the namesake of this very show. It's mind, which is every successful person I've ever met or studied always to a person had a very positive, powerful, and more, most importantly, a flexible mindset. And to a person, they also took care of their body, whether it was through nutrition or exercise or both. They were always very uh, aware of their body because your mind and body are a team. And more importantly, they are your team. And, you know, one player that's not in alignment in a team can bring the whole team down. And business. Business is one of my favorites because it is so multifaceted. In business, to have a successful one, one must master a variety of skill sets. And there are numerous number of skill sets. What does that mean? Skill sets like marketing, team building, sales, systematizing, leadership. I could go on for a while with this list. Uh, And to master any one skill set, literally, it takes a long time. It's like being an expert in anything. I think the number is 10,000 hours. So it's not much different than mastering a particular skill set. Good news for you is you will not ever have to master all those skill sets. In fact, I don't know if you would have the time being a human being and having the same number of years on these planets as most of us on this planet, these planets, where'd that come from? That was otherworldly, wasn't it? And uh, the thing is, is you won't have to master every one of those because the beautiful thing is if you master just one, that's right. Just one skill set. And I actually mentioned it as one of the few I, I just rattled off there. If you master this one skill set, then all the others can simply fall in line much simpler, much easier. And if you want to know what that skill set is, just put in the chat or comment, whatever you're watching from, if it's Facebook or if it's YouTube or 
it's okay. I'll do it even if you don't type in the chat. It's all right. Because we do have some uh, platforms that we stream to that do not have that capability of chatting live. And I just like being a tease. That one skill set, if you master it, that one skill set, it is called leadership. Because once you've mastered that skill set, all the others can fall into place because now you can lead other individuals who have mastered those skill sets that you have yet to or may never master yourself. Pretty cool, huh? And that's what that's the kind of way we roll here on this show is offer great tips and advice just like that. Jeanette's going to have way more than I've ever uh, uh, could possibly give you. So I cannot wait to bring her on. And another final wonderful trait of highly successful people is that to a person, what I found out is that each and every one of them are avid readers of books. And with that, I like to segue very briefly into a little segment I affectionately call bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. There you see it. ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Real quick word of advice before I move on, and I promise really quick, is you're going to be hearing about quite a number of valuable resources as we go through this show. It happens every time. That's why I can say that. And ReachYourPeakLibrary.com is no different and it's no exception. What I would implore of you to do is rather than uh, give in to that urge to go click away and type in a URL somewhere else and look at things and research them as we're talking, rather than do that, I would implore of you to write it down on a notepad, uh, bring up your favorite note-taking uh, application on your computer, your device, your tablet, whatever that happens to be, and then visit the resources after the show is over because here's why. I say this all the time, and it came from my time being a speaker on stage, and that is the magic happens in the room. And what does that mean? It means I would hate for you to miss that one golden nugget that Jeanette is about to give you because you are off not paying attention, and she said it, and you go, what did she just say? That happens in, in physical stages where someone, you're, you know, you're the, you're the speaker. I'm getting to the juice. I see someone get up. They have to go to the restroom. They have that all-important phone call, and they leave the room I'm like, oh, the worst time ever. So I always pre-frame every uh, event with this advice, and that is to write everything down and stay in the room, stay present and stay focused. Uh, because like I said, uh, you don't want to miss what Jeanette has for you tonight. And she's going to be here any second. I see her waiting anxiously, chomping on the bit, scratch on the screen. Let me in. She's coming in a second. Reach your peak library. It is a resource that I literally had built with you in mind. Why? Because I myself was not an avid reader till the age of 47. That was about 10 years ago. Now you got the math, you know, you can figure it out. And wow, what a life changer. So what I began doing was basically uh, recording every book, recording meaning put it in, uh, write it down, books that I had personally read. And not only, not just any book that I read, because I read many, but those that had powerful impact on me, either in my business life or my personal life or both. Uh, and I began cataloging them. That's a better term for it. And then I had my team build this website so that all you do is click the button. It goes to Amazon. Uh, this is not here to make money. Uh, I want to be very clear. I mean, any of you that have been an affiliate on Amazon, you should know. <laughs> uh, and so really, literally with that in mind, if you see a book you want to read, you can go anywhere and grab it. Please do just grab it and read it. 
it doesn't have to be from this website. That is not the purpose of this website. It's to give you a quick, a quick catalog, if you will, of books that you know have been embedded by at least one other successful entrepreneur that gives you the probability of it being a good read for you as well. Sound cool? That is that. I'm off my soapbox. And we are going to bring on another highly successful individual. Been teasing you about her all the way up until now. It is time to bring her on. Here we go. Are you ready? Jeanette Anderson around the corner. Here she comes. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Janet Anderson. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, Jeanette. How are you doing? I'm awesome. How are you? Oh, man, I am excited. I love what I get to do. This is going to be so much fun. You're, you're a ball of energy and a joy to talk to. We were having a chat before the show. Uh, this is going to be a, lot, a, big, a big hoot, if you will. <laughs> thank you. A lot of information to our viewers and, and listeners. So thank you so much, Jeanette, for volunteering your very, very valuable time to help our viewers and our audience to take it to that next level. Truly appreciate uh, it. My pleasure. Like, truly, I am still stupidly in love with what I do. I've been doing it for nearly 40 years, and I love talking, for one thing. <laughs> Giving lots of information and education and getting entrepreneurs to make their next leap. I love it. Mm -mm -mm. I'm already getting excited to hear about your business in depth, and we will get to that. I promise everyone who's watching and listening. Real quick, a little housekeeping before we get moving uh, and really dive deep into what makes Jeanette Anderson so incredibly successful. You see the Big Insider Secrets logo over her left shoulder on the right as you're watching this. If you're watching video, if you're not and you're listening to this on podcast, feel free to come on over to themindbodybusinessshow.com. That's with the word the in front, themindbodybusinessshow.com. Scroll down to the bottom and just fill out your information there and we will do nothing more than uh, let you know in an automated way when we are going live so you don't miss the next one. Why would you want to come on live? You get to interact with us. If you come on Facebook or YouTube or one of the main uh, venues, then you can also comment and I often put those comments up and we, you can ask questions. It's, it's a fun way to get involved. Um, that being said, the Big Insider Secrets, they sponsor this very show. It's a very dear friend of mine who runs that company. Name's Jason Nast. And at the end of the show, for everyone who stays with us live, you have to be on this. There's another reason. I just thought of it. You have to stay with us live video, live video on to the end. We will reveal, I will reveal how you can enter to win. Check this out. A five night stay at a five-star luxury resort, many to choose from from all over the world, you could be that winner. Stick on to the end. That is the Big Insider Secrets. Then a couple more, and we'll move back into Jeanette Anderson and her brilliance. Now, if you're struggling with putting a live show together, and maybe it's overwhelming, and you want a lot of the processes done for you because you don't want to do all that tech you know, while still enabling you to put on a high-quality show, that's important, and connect with great people like Jeanette Anderson and grow your business all at the same time, then head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing system is one that you'll learn how to absolutely master. It's the very service we're using at this very moment to stream this live show. 
right here on the Mind Body Business Show. And over the course of the past, my goodness, it's probably been 10 years plus now, I've tried so many of these quote unquote TV studio solutions for live streaming. And I have to tell you, uh, uh, using all of these over the past 10 plus years, StreamYard has become the best of the best. It, it combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So you can start streaming high quality, professional looking live shows for free with StreamYard right away. So write this URL down again. Do not click away. Don't go check it out. Go to, uh, write this down, ryp.im forward slash stream live. ryp.im forward slash stream live all together, no uppercase, all lowercase, and check that out after the show is over. Let's bring on Jeanette Anderson once again so I can give her the introduction that she deserves. Are you are you all ready for it? Everyone uh, give me some I, applause. I'm ready. <laughs> I'll take that too. I love it. I love it. Jeanette Anderson's title is The Why Whisperer. Because she is passionate about showing purpose-led entrepreneurs how to tap into their why so that they get that they matter and live like they do. I love this. She shows them how to do the right things at the right time to create success and impact on their terms. She is still stupidly in love with her work after four decades of being a transformational mentor, trainer, and international speaker. Although her location-independent lifestyle was curtailed for a bit, oh my gosh, like so many of us, she's back on the road visiting 33 countries so far, allows her to work with clients globally to help them be the difference that only they can be. Ladies and gentlemen, officially, formally, and affectionately, I welcome Jeanette Anderson to the show. Yes. Yay! Hi! <laughs> I'm, a, oh my I'm goodness. happy to officially be here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing I love about you. I, I could tell immediately you have a great sense of humor. Uh, that was a joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. So uh, I like to kick things off, Jeanette, with kind of digging into what makes you tick. Uh, and you in general, like every guest that comes on the show. Um, and what, you know, because the first word of this show is mind, the mind, body, business show. And what I like to find out is in the morning when you get up, what is going on in that beautiful brain of yours? Because as an entrepreneur, we all are faced with arduous tasks, setbacks, uh, other things that, you know, speed bumps, all the things that could keep normal people from moving forward. That is why entrepreneurs, in my humble opinion, aren't normal in a great way because they keep going. What is it for you, Jeanette, that when you get up, that's going on in your beautiful brain, that's keeping you driven? keeping you going every day, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out. What is it for you? Oh, there's so many answers to that question. And um, one of the things that I do, first thing I do is I wake up and my first thought is thank you. And thinking of something, some gratitude, uh, it's kind of what my consider the thank you is, is the simplest form of prayer. So I wake up and think of something that I'm happy about, something I'm grateful for. Often, quite often, alarmingly often, I wake up thinking about a client or a project I'm working on or something that I want to do that day or something that I need to do that day. So I wake up thinking a lot about my business because I, I love what I do. And so I don't often go to sleep thinking about it, but I almost always wake up thinking about it. Um, so that's exciting. I get up. Uh, 
do my morning ebulations or however you say that word and then go up and read with a cup of tea because like you said what you put in your brain uh, really makes a difference and I love that you recommend those books I was amused at how many of them I've read as they were scrolling past um <laughs> Right now I'm reading a lot of Mike Michalowicz's books like The Pumpkin Plan and Fix This Next. I love reading lots of, of business books. They're fun for me. And so do that and do some journaling, do a journaling process, not every morning, but most every morning um, that focuses on gratitudes, um, brags, bold brags about what's what's working for me. What am I, what do I celebrate about me and my life and the world? Um, and what are some of the affirmations that I really want to focus on? So that process helps set the tone for the day. Then I go get busy and do the rest of the day. Um, so that makes a big difference. When I don't do it, the day doesn't go as smoothly. It's so interesting that you say that, and I'm thankful of you for doing that. I hear this a lot uh, from successful entrepreneurs. I want to put that in there. Successful entrepreneurs seem to have some kind of rhythm or pattern or something to their day. And I love how you also said you don't do it every single day. I'm the same way. I don't, I don't, I'm not good at keeping with patterns. In fact, patterns stumble me. <laughs> it's the opposite. But it, it, what it comes down to is what works for you. And the, far, the other part where you said that I could so relate to, it happened to me this morning. It happens every morning. I woke up and I wasn't supposed to wake up yet. But then the thoughts started coming in. I said, oh, I got excited of what I had left to do. And it wasn't glamorous stuff. I just, like you, I love what I get to do. And I couldn't go back to sleep. So I just said, that's it. I'm, I'm getting up and I'm getting busy and just started the day early. And so I so resonate with that. And it's great that you start with gratitude. Uh, that is a big one uh, that I've heard many successful entrepreneurs put that in there. Uh, yeah. So we all get situations in our life and we all have a choice on how we react to them. And so being thankful for things that you might otherwise not be would be a good way to start changing one's attitude. I'm, I'm preaching to the others, not you, Jeanette, because you have this down. Uh, what do you think about that, though, in general, as far as, you know, we all have. Do you think we all have choices in our lives about how we react to situations or are we just destined to have all this crap happen to us? What do you think? Oh, no, I'm absolutely a big advocate of uh, we are the function of the stories we tell. So I came out mm -hmm. of a tremendously um, adverse childhood, lots of drama, lots of trauma, lots of issues, um, alcoholism, violence. I moved 27 times in the first 29 years of my life and we weren't in witness protection. We should have been a couple of those years, but, um, and, and I think that a lot of what happens to us, uh, whether you frame it as it happens to us or for us is, uh, really a function of the story that we choose to tell about it because there's what happens and then there's what we make it mean and so life is all about the meanings that we apply and we get to choose the meanings I mean so many of you have grown up in families where you had the same situation happen but maybe you and your brother or you and your sister or you and someone else had a completely different experience of it well, how come the same thing happened? You had the same parents, you had the same whatever circumstance was. It's the story we told about it that makes all the difference. So it's never too late to tell a better story. I think that's a function mm -hmm. of getting older and wiser is we start to re recognize and lose some attachment to the stories that we have because those stories serve us. They, they help us. They protect us. You know, as children, we make up those stories and apply that meaning 
as a way to stay safe. And so at the time, it made a lot of sense. Now, it typically just gets in the way of us being who we want to be. So yeah, I'm a big proponent of tell a better story because we're making it all up anyways. That is so wonderful. You know what's coming, don't you, Jeanette? That was, <laughs> that was too awesome. Oh, yeah. Smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom, all being dropped by the one and only Jeanette Anderson already. We just barely got started. I uh, love that. <laughs> it's never too late to tell a better story. I mean, I, I like this. I've taught this from stage very similar. It's like you can either let your circumstances dictate your attitude. Mm -hmm. Or you can let your attitude dictate your circumstances. Mm -hmm. uh, we all have a choice. And now, look, circumstances are always going to happen to us. You know, negative yep. things, bad things. Mm -hmm. yep. It, yep. And it's is it okay to be upset about it and, you know, deal with it at that moment, Jeanette? Are you Absolutely. okay with that part? Yeah. Absolutely. Welcome to being a human being. And part of part of the joy and challenge of being a human being is that we have uh, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual components to us. And I think that too much of our society, whether it's telling men that they shouldn't cry or women that they shouldn't cry or whatever, uh, shuts down that component of who we are. And that just distances us from a huge part of our knowing. Like we, we get information on every level but not if we're not connected to that level. You know, I was, when I was very young. I had a lot of uh, medical issues. I was in the hospital a lot and I was in the hospital for some operation. I can't remember. I was maybe two or three, maybe four. And I was in the pre room, the, the prep room or whatever in a bed. And I remember the bars on the side of the bed and I was terrified. And there was a little boy in the bed next to me crying his heart out. He was so scared and he was just sobbing and some well-meaning bless her pointy head and, <laughs> you know, nurse came by and said to him, look at this brave little girl. She's not crying. You should be like her. Now, I don't know about him, but I've done a lot of therapy over that one little comment because and that was the beginning of shutting down. Like, it's not okay to have emotions. It's not okay to be scared. It's not okay to express ourselves. And then we wonder how come we get scared to be seen, to be heard, to go out there, to put ourselves out there in the world. Well, because we heard some version of be quiet, don't be seen, don't be too big. Who do you think you are? Some variation on those themes. And especially when it comes to expression of our humanity, especially in the form of emotions. So hell no, that's got to go. Anything that shuts down who we are and how we are expressed just takes us further away from being who we authentically are. So, mm. yeah, I'm pretty adamant that that is really important. And as entrepreneurs, as business people, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, there's no crying in the boardroom. That's just not true. And it's part of what's creating the toxicity in environments, um, whether you're a solopreneur in a large corporation, human beings need to be human beings and they need to be okay to be human beings. So the more we can bring the authenticity of all of who we are to the workplace, to our businesses, to how we show up in the world, the more real we're gonna get, the more connected and the more effective. Amen. Wow, hey, preach hey. it. Awesome. <laughs> you think I was from the south. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm dead. This is this is 
Phenomenal. So a lot of people will come on and say, well, you're not telling me how to be successful in business. Uh, yes, she is. Uh, it's not. It's less about the mechanics of business. It's more about the mindset behind it. And that's why I love the mind aspect part of life, yeah. not just the show, not just business, but life. And the thing is, is yes, I always tell people, yes, get pissed off, get angry and then get over it. That's the one thing successful entrepreneurs do better than others that aren't successful. And that is they do express their emotions, but they get over it as fast as they possibly can. Now, everyone's different on that re regard as well. Do it as quick as you possibly can. You know, once you've let out the, the fumes of anger or despair, whatever that emotion happens to be, and then move on to letting your attitude dictate your circumstances once again and say, I'm going to be grateful. Well, and, and really part of it is you can also use that power because that all, all it is is power that's directed in a particular direction. So um, how do you harness that and turn it into excitement? How do you take that anxiousness or that, that frustration and turn it into creativity? How do we transform that into something that's powerful and effective for us? Because it's not about stuffing it. It's about utilizing it. It's about embracing it. And the, the faster we embrace it and embrace our humanity, the faster it is to not necessarily get over it, but move through it to the freedom on the other side and mm. to where there's some space to go to choose again, to go, okay, I'm out of reaction. Now what? Now what do I choose? Who do I choose to be? What do I choose to do? so that I can have what I want to have. That was a perfect way of saying not to get over it, but to get through it. I mean, that just said a lot right there yeah. uh, because we're, if we say get over it, we're kind of discounting or trying to that it ever happened, but it happened. Yeah. If we get through it, we've succeeded. We've punched through the barrier and we've learned from it in some way, shape or form. And that's, that's what I find intriguing about successful entrepreneurs such as yourself, Jeanette is that is the key is learning from, anything that is not pleasant, whether it be a negative emotion, whether it be a small failure in your business, you learn from it. Next time you'll have a better way, a better way of dealing with it, no matter what that is. And that just keeps you growing and moving forward. I just, I'm getting goosebumps. I love <laughs> entrepreneurship and everything that has to do with it because it, it's just anti-robot. It's anti -human. So you're saying it, we're being, yeah. um, there's a movement to dehumanize a lot of us uh, globally uh, unfortunately, in ways you were just saying, you know, don't don't show emotion if you're a man, uh, even a woman or mm -hmm. not in the boardroom. Uh, mm -hmm. No, you know, if you're in the boardroom, that is a place to do it. You're in a private place with other people, but you're not on camera. Well, if you're on camera, mm -hmm. it just depends. Is your client base there? Uh, there's appropriate times for everything, but it's OK to have emotion and express it. And I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just on that note, because there's some people here who might have this question around, well, how much is it okay to express, especially publicly or with our clients or whatever? I got to tell you, almost every, well, every post I've ever done in my Facebook group or other places that uh, is me being real, raw and authentic, which typically includes crying and so forth, uh, is, are the ones that get the most posts. Now, what I do recommend is that you need to be standing on the shoulders of whatever that is that you're dealing with or have been through it and processed it a bit. You can still feel the raw emotions, but you don't want to be in a situation where your clients feel like they need to rescue you. Uh, you do want to be in a position of strength and we can be in our vulnerability and be strong. We can be real and authentic and still be um, 
coming from that position of authority and strength. So it's not about putting on masks. It is about being okay with being, period, with being. Because when we're okay with that, then people don't get twisty and sideways and think they have to come rescue us and all that other nonsense. So it's okay to be real. Just be really grounded in being all of who you are. Mm. So many. Uh, these are golden nuggets, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not kidding. Uh, be real, raw, and authentic and in a position of strength because that is the kind of person that is more successful than those that are trying to basically mask over it and be something yeah. that they're not, like by not being real, by trying to be something they're not, um, or at least masking what they don't want others to know about them. The thing is, yeah, you want to be careful about it and you want to be in a position of strength. I love how you uh, coined that, Jeanette. Mm -hmm. And you just, the more you are authentic and real, the more people will relate to you and the more quickly they will be apt to do business with you because, oh, she's a human. Mm -hmm. I love that about her. I can relate with her. My gosh, if she can become successful being a human, that's the way I look at myself. I guess I can do the same thing too. Jeanette, let's get on a call. Let's see what you can do for me. That's yeah. how it, in a nutshell, that's the, uh, what do you call those for dummies books uh, version of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think especially if you're a coach or a trainer or a consultant or a, a person who's a leader, if you're a leader, then we have to model permission uh, for being who we want to be. And, and the best way to lead is by example. And if you're busy telling people to show up and don't be afraid to shine and don't be afraid to be who you are, and you're wearing a mask and, and you know, being full of bullshit, then, then it, there's a misalignment. It's out of integrity. You know, in this online expertpreneur world that many of us are in, We've all seen and been at events and seen the speakers uh, and the gurus who are one thing on stage and entirely different when they get off stage and who, you know, are standing in front of their Maserati and they're in their marketing and can't pay payroll because they're, you know, Robin Peter to pay Paul. So I really, really like my, my <laughs> not so hidden agenda is to actually reinvent the patriarchy, which is not to say this is, the patriarchy has nothing to do with men, has everything to do with the system that really isn't working. There's a lot of parts to it that are not working. And one of the best ways to do that is reinvent how we do business in a much more authentic, collaborative, co-creative, honest way, less manipulation, you know, or no manipulation to really start saying, how do we be effective, but doing it in a different way rather than coming with all sorts of masks and stories and manipulations and so forth? Like, I think we're just all tired of that. Can't we just show up, be together, share expertise, help one another and make a difference uh, by being the difference that only you can be here? And I, you know, sometimes I say that and people say, oh, that's very naive. And it's like, well, that's why we're as screwed up as we are, because you think that's naive. <laughs> So get Ow. a grip, let's get a different system and let's get it working. Nice. Uh, I, I knew <laughs> I was going to like you. I knew it. I knew it. So, oh my gosh. Oh, so many great words of wisdom, uh, be authentic, collaboration. Here, it's interesting because marketing is always this, it's like real estate. What worked 10 years ago, it's now in the tank 10 years later. And then it comes back up 10 years from then. It could be completely different. What works? 
Yes. One thing that has always worked that I've never heard anyone dispute, you can dispute it if you want, though, in case you know <laughs> for a fact, is relationship building as part of your marketing. It should be your primary. But uh, a lot of people went away from that, especially with the advent of the Internet and automation and mass emails. And it worked mm -hmm. for a while. It did. But the real estate market turned <laughs> and mm -hmm. it's not working anymore. Uh, not nearly like it used to. And the thing is, people are becoming more astute and privy and they know what's going on. And it's going right back to the core. Build a an authentic relationship with an individual um, and be someone who has a servant attitude willing to give information without asking for money every five seconds, you know, Oh, I can tell you, but uh, my time is valuable. And like, no, I don't, I don't buy into that. It's okay. If you do, if others do, uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. It's just, it doesn't work today as well mm -hmm. as it might have in the past. Do you, have you noticed that? Well, y yes. So I agree and I don't agree. And I don't agree mostly because of the things that are not said in that, um, in mm -hmm. that comment or that equation. So yes, I absolutely think that it's about being connected human to human. Um, what I what I think a lot of people, especially a lot of women struggle with, when they hear the word like relationship selling, for example, they think what that means is that I need to just talk to you and be your friend. And it becomes about approval rather oh. than adding value. It gotcha. becomes about you got to like me versus I need to be valuable to you or I need to be of support. And that stops them from actually being effective in getting clear on how do we engage? How do I support you? Um, you know, and and how can I serve you? Because I can't serve you until I sell unless, you know, if you're a client, if it's in business. And yes. and so if relationship marketing sounds to people and it sometimes does, or it gets interpreted as and implemented as a, I'm just going to give and give and talk and, and socialize and chat and hope someday, maybe you might buy from me <laughs> that not so much. That doesn't work. Um, oh, yeah. If, if the point is, you know, cause, and I also say to people, look, a relationship is when someone phones me up and says, Hey, do you want to go to the movies this weekend? That to me is a relationship. That's different than what I do with my clients. It's different than what I do with prospects. It's different. Now, that doesn't mean I don't have a relationship with them, but that's not how I think of it. And I think sometimes people conflate those and they mm -hmm. think, oh, I've got to, you know, get this person to like me. And, and they're not going to invite you to their birthday party, but they might invite you to help them with their business or they might help you, you know, invite you to um, support them in their relationship or whatever it is that you do. Um, that's a valuable relationship. So yes, I agree. As long as people are hearing relationship in the context of not, uh, you know, yes, you want to know, like, and trust the people you work with, but there's a big difference between that. And I'm just going to hang out and keep sending you a bunch of random stuff as a way to avoid actually getting into relationship by selling something to you. So we can, so I can help you further and deeper. That phenomenal, would be the causal. Phenomenal clarification. And I appreciate that. And that comes from your background of working with women, which I only became knowledgeable of after stalking you and figuring out what you did and studying you before you came on the show. And with that, it's a perfect time to segue, if you're okay with it, into what it is you do, like specifically. <laughs> uh, you know, you are a business coach. Yeah. And what I would like you to uh, 
let others know and reveal to them if you're okay with this is who you cater to. Is yeah. it one-on-one -on -one, uh, entrepreneurs? Is it any, you know, uh, stay-at-home moms? Is it stay-at-home dads? Is it corporations? Uh, what is your target uh, market in other words? And what exactly do you do for them? And if you have a success story, please also divulge that. All right. And first of all, I want to say I so appreciate, Brian, the amount of work you put into your shows because you do stalk people, find out about them, do research, really do go above and beyond. Uh, you know, been on a lot of shows and, and stages and people don't care. That's the kind of relationship investment that makes a difference in terms of how people engage with you. And that that is uh, contributing to the relationship in a significant way. So thank you for doing all that work. I appreciate it. Um, so to tell you a little bit about what I love and what I do is, you know, as Brian said at the beginning in my introduction, my stand in the world is I want you to get that you matter and live like you do. And why that's so important to me, of course, is because for my whole life, I wanted to matter and didn't. I wanted to get on the list. Never mind the top of the list. I just wanted to get on the damn list. And, and so I spent a lifetime working, you know, to be okay, to do things that, that um, helped me survive. I'll tell you more about that in a little bit. But also really, um, 35 years of my life is personal development facilitation, teaching coaches how to be coaches, and the inner game. So really supporting people in figuring out how to get the four inches between their ears working with a specialization in 40 years of business startup and turnaround. So my specialty is getting the four inches between your ears working so your business can work and getting your heart involved in that as well. And, and so how I describe it, how I kind of describe what I do is, yes, I want you to get that you matter and live like you do. So I wanted you to translate that passion, that purpose, that why you do what you do into something that you get paid for. I'm a big stand for the and, not the either or. So profit and purpose, uh, making a meaningful difference and a magnificent living. No more of this either or crap. And, and so really a lot of, of that has been my, my grounding for a long time in really supporting entrepreneurs. Also, I came from a very entrepreneurial background as part of my survival. Again, I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But a big part of what I really care about and, and where my business has kind of shifted to, I've had four iterations of my business, mostly in marketing. Um, I've had an event planning firm, I've had a marketing agency, I've, I've done consulting and training in the field, etc. on strategy, marketing and sales. Mostly I work now with, uh, I call them my savvy successful spinners. So they are women who have been in business for a while and they, they just cannot seem to figure out how come I'm working so damn hard and not getting as far as I should be. And so a lot of that is because they're doing the wrong things at the wrong stages. And where that came from, that focus, because it wasn't always this way, I used to predominantly work in male-dominated fields, is that I got a download about 11 years ago, 10 years ago, um, in a meditation. And I literally wrote out 11 pages in my journal. It was about audacity, and it was about this mindset and, and community and movement. And it was this inspiring thing with the mission statement of shifting the world from fear to love, one happy woman at a time. It was really inspiring. And I read the 11 pages and I closed the book and I went, um, God, universe, whoever this is from, you got the wrong person. And I hung up the phone because it 
just didn't make any sense to me. And I kept getting the knock and I'd, I'd pick up the phone and I'd like, no, I don't even like women. Go away. Or <laughs> I, you know, like, oh, you got the wrong person. I'm not the right leader for this. Or, oh, it's so been done. There's so many groups for women. Back when there was like four, now there's four million, right? Uh, <laughs> so for about eight years, because I'm a stubborn wench, I... I resisted and I didn't step in and I dabbled and I kind of launched Bodacity, but not really until finally one day after, you know, repeated requests from the universe to do this, I finally got fed up and very graciously surrendered and said, fine, fuck off, leave me alone. I'll do it and stepped in. And as soon as I stepped in, as soon as I committed, then I was like, oh, okay, now, now I get why women, why now and why me? So, Little little tip there, <laughs> when you commit and take action, you get clarity. If you wait till you get clarity, chances are good you're never going to take action. Um, action comes from, or clarity comes from action, not the other way around. So I finally, after all that resistance, got clear of, you know, why women, why now, and why me? And that's a bigger, longer conversation. Part of that is, you know, the whole reinventing the patriarchy. Part of it is just really related to my... Um, story and my origin when I was like I mentioned I had a, a very um, tumultuous childhood with lots of drama and trauma and challenges and um, poverty and so forth and I really um, books became so crucial to me they were my sanctuary and I wanted the book Heidi I was about, almost five years old I wanted the book Heidi really badly and I begged my mom for it and begged her and begged her and begged her it was kind of my my safe place and I as only a very persistent annoying Aries child can I begged her and begged her and begged her and finally one day she turned around and said no we can't afford it I was shocked I was so shocked but not by her yelling at me but by the look on her face, mm. I, can, I can still remember to this day, because I don't remember much of my childhood, but I can remember in every fiber of my being, the look of shame and despair and anger and sadness that she had from having to say no to something that small, that significant, but that small. And there was some part of that five-year-old that decided right then that I wasn't ever going to see that look on another person's face, not mine, not hers, not anyone else's, that it was really important for us to learn and figure out how to be able to say yes. Yes to what we want, yes to who we want to be, yes to ourselves. And, and so that kind of became a quest of, of that inner pursuit, but also the external pursuit. And so as only children, because children don't complicate the crap out of things. So, you know, the other side of that epiphany was I heard, you know, problem, no money, solution, get money. I wanted the book. I just got to get money. So that's when I had my first business. So I had seen some neighbors. We lived in a housing tenement. Uh, saw these neighbors have a garage sale a while before. And so one day when mom was off at work, she worked several jobs. Someone was probably supposed to be watching me. It was 1964. So, you know, a little laxer and especially in my household. Uh, I dragged everything I could out of the house, small knickknacks, small appliances, some of my toys, uh, my mom's brand new 
beautiful fuchsia dress that still had the tags on it. And I had a garage sale. I priced everything. I would, like I said, I came out of the womb entrepreneurial. And so I could count really before I could do much of anything else. And so I priced everything. I had a garage sale and I was so proud at the end of the day. Mom came home. I went running up to her. Look, mom, look, look. I got $13.72. I still remember to this day how much it was. And that was a lot of money, especially back then. She was really shocked. Like, where did all this come from? So I told her I had a business and I was so proud. I thought that that would be what she was. I, that's not quite how that turned out, Brian. <laughs> so the, you know, I got, I got a different reaction than I was expecting. She was not happy that I had sold some of our knickknacks and small furniture and so forth and so on. So I got spanked. She took my money. Uh, I had to go back around the housing tenement and buy back what I could. I got back most of the stuff from the adults, but of course the kids wouldn't sell me back my toys. So I lost most of my toys and I didn't get the book, at least not initially. So many people might say that's not a very successful business venture. However, I learned some really important lessons from that. One is don't go into business with family. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of kidding. <laughs> so uh, that was one lesson. But the second lesson and the really important one was you can actually take your destiny into your hands and solve problems by being entrepreneurial. Had I not had a partner, I'd have been able to buy the damn book. And so I really did see that there is a power behind if you have a problem, you can solve it when you get busy on a solution. And especially if that solution is entrepreneurial, then there's lots of, of empowerment in that. And then, of course, the third thing that I took away was that that aha and that epiphany around not wanting to see that look on anyone else's face. So the path to that was to take control of my own destiny, was to take the power back into my own hands. And so that's what I'm really passionate about supporting women with. So this is answering your question of who do I serve? I serve women who really want to not have that experience of having to say no and who do want to really stand in their power, in the value that they provide, and be valued for it. And the reason for women, because, you know, I know, I feel for you guys. Like, I love men, and I feel for you guys, because everything is about women these days. And, and the reason for it is we need to learn how to truly partner with men to make our world more effective. And we can't do that when we can't partner with each other and when we can't stand in our own power, we can't meet you and support you in the way that's going to make a difference in how we do the world when we are busy being less than in any way, shape, or form. So part of why I think the Dalai Lama said Western women will change the world is because we need to step up. We've got a voice. We need to step into that power, step into our economic freedom, start creating the world we want, especially through our businesses, so that we can show up and partner with men and really make things far more effective and equitable for everyone. This is by no means a, you know, I don't work with women because I don't like men. I work with women because I love men and I want us to be better able to support and partner with them. And so we got to get our poop together first. <laughs> that is no pun intended, another bomb dropping moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in answer to your question, I work with women. 
uh, and getting their businesses growing and helping them. Uh, by the way, and a few good men. I have men clients because um, I just can't resist. Um, uh, but really, that is why I really love supporting women and stepping up and out. And so that we can bring different perspectives to how we do what we do. Um, and I think it's really valuable and important. And women really struggle with a lot of things that systemically are not the same uh, for men. And, and like, like being willing to be seen and heard, like how we find our voice, how do we do that with, you know, with conviction and passion versus stridency and proving and pushing, like those kinds of things. So, so uh, what I really work with them on is, I call it three whys and a what, the internal game uh, of business, but also why do you do what you do? You know, and coming back to what you asked me earlier about what gets me out of bed in the morning, it's by why. It's that, it's those stories that I just told you about why I do what I do because I really want people to get that they matter because I'm getting that. And in the supporting you, the more you get it, the more I get it, the more that all transforms. So my why gets me out of bed in the morning. And most days, there's days I have to turn the volume back up on it. Let's get real. Um, <laughs> there's other days where nothing gets me out of bed in the morning. Um, <laughs> and so why do you do what you do? Why do people need you versus the millions of others who can do what you do, especially in this global marketplace now? Like, really, why you? What's the value that you, you add? And by the way, don't please don't ever answer that question with a list of your modalities and or your accreditations because no one gives a shit about that. That doesn't actually, that's not why we pick you. We pick you because we resonate with your why. We pick you because you have the right solution to what we need. We pick you because there's a connection. We pick you for a bunch of reasons, but your credentials and your modalities and your methodologies are typically at the bottom of the list. So please don't lead with those. And why do I need what you have? And this is something that most businesses and especially most entrepreneurs really struggle with. They talk about what they do, not why they do it. They talk about what they do as in the features of it, they don't answer the question that most people are asking, which is what does what you do do for me? When people say, what do you do? Please don't ever answer that question again in the future. Just don't, stop it. <laughs> answer the question they're really asking, which is what does what you do do for me? They don't care what you do. They care about what it will do for them. So answer that question instead, and you're going to get them leaning in instead of glazing over and politely smiling or just walking away. So why do they need you? Why do they need what you have? And, and can you talk about that in, from a perspective of benefits and what's in it for them versus feature, feature, feature? Most entrepreneurs think they have good copy, but really all they've got is a bunch of, carp, of feature dumps. And, and then what is it? that you do. So how do you package price, position your expertise in a way that is compelling and is clear? Um, again, most experienced entrepreneurs think they've got those things down and most of them don't. But really the biggest challenge and what I help people with the most, I kind of call it industry rehab. And what I mean by that is in this online expertpreneur world that most of us are living in now, um, 
there's a lot of people who have invested a lot of money and time and heart and effort in buying this program or that solution or this coach. And they have what I call shelf help shame. They've bought the program, put it on the shelf, and now they just feel bad because the gap between what they know and what they're doing is wider. I actually think our, you know, gurus in this industry are taking more people out of entrepreneurship than we're putting in. And frankly, it pisses me off a lot because, you know, this one is selling this piece of the profit plane. They're selling the wing of a Cessna and that one's selling the engine of a 747. And they're all promising to help you build your profit plane, this thing that'll take you off and make you a million dollars in a weekend. And by and large, it's BS because um, no, you're not going to do a seven-figure launch your first time out. No, you're not going to write your book in a weekend. And no, you're not going to make a million dollars from your first event. Like, I'm sorry, someone's got to tell you the truth. Um, but they are selling you all these pieces of the profit plane. But the problem is those things work at the top of the mountain where they are, when you have a list of 40 or 50,000, you've got infrastructure and you've got team and you've got cash flow and you've got the influence that you need to be able to be on stages and sell and so forth. But they're selling the solutions to the people at the bottom of the mountain or on their way up the mountain who don't have that in place. And then they feel bad because they think that they're incompetent or incapable and they're not. It's just the wrong solution at the wrong time. And not only do they not have a schematic for, you, by the way, this is my soapbox, let's look out because I'm, I'm on a rant here. <laughs> so they not only are buying all these disparate pieces, they don't have a picture or a schematic of the plane they want to build for them. Because some people want a glider. They want to just have a nice, easy little side hustle. And some people want a 747 because they want to take an entire tribe with them or build a movement or something. You got to know what kind of plane you want to build and get the schematics, i.e. a good business model for you to put that together before you can be successful in building your profit plane. But the one number one thing you need to be successful at that is you got to have what I call your revenue runway. If you don't have a runway for a plane to take off of and land on, guess what? It crashes. And I have been, I, I have, I have run for many of these entrepreneurs. There's 50 and $25,000 high-end programs. And I have seen hundreds of people invest in those things, but they don't have a revenue runway. They don't have the foundation they need. They aren't clear on their three whys and what. They don't know who their right client is. They don't, own the value they provide and they don't have clarity about how they're going to get their customers up the mountain. So until those things are in place, don't build a plane until you have a runway in place. Then know what kind of plane you want to build, then get the right plan to be able to put that together. And then you can use some of those pieces that you bought because some of them fit you and some don't. Some are part of the cookie cutter solution that the gurus are selling that, by the way, like you said, Brian, earlier, worked 10 years ago, doesn't work now. You know what people be it used to be able to launches and launch with a list of 4,000. Now, you, if, if you have 40,000 and 20 JV partners, maybe you can get the same ROI. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's really important for people to understand who they are, what their style is, what kind of business they want to build, and build the business around your life, not your life around your business. Because when you approach it from that cookie cutter solution, 
you're going to build your life around your business and you're not going to be happy. And neither, by the way, is your family and your loved ones because the business comes first in that scenario. So build the life you want, then create the business that supports that. So that's my rant about what's wrong with our industry and what we need to change and fix. So stop buying those programs for the love of God, build a revenue runway, put your credit card, well, put your credit cards away aside from the things that help you build your revenue runway. And then utilize those things that you've bought so that you can start getting into action and getting return on investment because you've got something valuable to share, but you're not going to, if you're busy doing being distracted by that bright, shiny, instant fame, instant riches BS that you're being sold and you're buying. So astutely stated <sighs> all of it. Can you and tell I, I get it, a little riled about this? <laughs> I agree with it all. Uh, yeah, because they give you, they, they don't tend to give you the big picture or the starting point that you need to be at. Like you said, mm. uh, that's the feeling you get is shame. It's like, well, I don't have enough following to implement what you just told us to do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that happens a lot. And I, oh my gosh, I love all the airplane metaphors, 747 Cessnas, because I built myself a bomber. Baby. <laughs> love it saturate love it, the marketplace with your message that's what carpet bomb marketing is all about so yeah that's mm -hmm. a shameless plug but that was perfect i mean did you did you did you like come just come up with all that i know you did but that's pretty no. awesome <laughs> no it is something that i've been you know seeing for a long time and like i said helping a lot of those gurus build their seven-figure businesses um i know what kind of works for them doesn't work so well for the people that they're selling it to. And so, yeah, I, I'm decided that a, it was time to build my own seven figure business. So working on that and B um, really want to do it, not at the expense of the people that I'm in theory helping. Mm, amen again. Yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> preach it. This is awesome. <laughs> Jeanette Anderson, what a breath of fresh air. Oh my gosh. I just looked at the time. That is an indication right? that I had a blast. Real quick, I want to put up your website and let people see what it looks like because when they go to it, they'll know they're there. And uh, that way they can reach out to you. And you also uh, don't go away, anyone, because Jeanette also has a gift for you. So you mm -hmm. don't want to uh, miss that. And I haven't forgotten. Five night stay, five star luxury resort is on its way very soon. Um, let's see. I want to put up the website. There it is coming now bodacity.ca ca stands for canada a eh? and that is the way i say it so go <laughs> ahead um if you want to connect with um with jeanette then go to bodacity.ca and there is a connect do you see that there's a connect nav bar right up there menu item all you have to do is click on that and connect with her are there any other ways you like for folks to connect with you uh that you prefer Thank you. Well, I don't know about prefer, but I have a Facebook group currently called Bodacity's Action Heroes um, that you are welcome to join. Again, it's predominantly women and a few good men, a few smart men who want to market to women um, and and who love women and want to support them as well. Um, and we have a great show there every week where I also interview experts and support you with lots of information and education. Now, the name of the group is changing to the Purpose and Profit Sisterhood. So again, I like to share when I screw up, please learn from me. Don't name things, things that something that people A, aren't searching on 
and B don't understand. So, you know, they want to be able to raise their hand and say, yeah, that's me. So Bodacity's Action Heroes is not a very clear name for a, uh, for a Facebook group. So it's now going to be the Purpose and Profit Sisterhood starting soon. So if you get confused, you are in the right place, whichever one you're at. <laughs> so that's an option as well. I, I just saw this. It's such a great line. Are you ready to grab life by the ovaries and go for it? That is yeah. awesome. <laughs> exactly. That's one of it. my things that I really want to support people in is getting clear on uh, making their next leap, uh, doing it as boldly and bravely as they can, which is not to say without fear, but with a lot of willingness and courage mm. and ideally with someone to hold your hand and heart as you leap. That's why we need one another. Yes. So talk to Jeanette Anderson. She will remove that resistance, that hesitation that will liberate you to move forward and do what you were put on this planet to do. And that's to uh, have an impact for others, whoever that might be. It depends on your why. Awesome. So, Bodacity.ca. So that is spelled for our listening audience. B-O-D-A-C-I-T-Y. So it's like bodacious, but it's bodacity. Mm -hmm. C-A for Canada A. I just can't stop saying it. <laughs> but there's no A after the Canada. Um, and <laughs> and it is a wonderful um, uh, word. It means bold and audacious. I didn't make it up. It is actually a word. And yeah. so it's an opportunity for you to be bold, be audacious. And by the way, you don't have to be that to choose that and show up that way. It is a learned skill. Nice. Love it. Oh, we have somebody watching all the way from Nigeria. How are you doing? Oh, hello there. If I could pronounce your name and I'll mess it up, but it's very <laughs> yeah, nice to see with you. That. <laughs> yeah. I was like, she jokey? I don't know. I'm sorry if I messed it up, but thanks for coming on and watching from Nigeria. I appreciate you. I love it when we have folks coming on. Great, great, great. I'm going to remove that over here. And so we are coming up to the end of the show, but we got a couple things, three things to take care of here. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't forgotten. Stay on. In just a moment, I'll show you how I'll share with you how to win that five night stay at a five star luxury resort. Compliments of the big insider secrets up there just over Jeanette's left shoulder. The right of the screen as you're watching live on the mind body business show dot com. And there's no A after that one. Um, <laughs> and a little birdie told me this one over here. This wonderful, amazing, astute, incredible birdie said that she also has a gift for you as well. So you want to stick around because here's what happens next. I love to close every show, Jeanette, with a very profound question. And it mm -hmm. became a profound question quite by accident because I asked it several times over a span of several shows, not with intention, and realized that the answers were very interesting, very profound. I thought, wow. So I ended up making that the end of the show. Okay. And, uh, anyone and everyone watching and listening, you do not want to miss. Don't fast forward if you're listening to this recording because you want to uh, get the free gift as well from Jeanette. Uh, so before we go any farther, I'm not going to ask that question just yet. I'm going to do what I promised, and that is reveal to you how to win that five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Write this down. Do not go to this website yet. You have time. When the show is over, you can go, and we'll give you several hours to enter to win here it is, and then we'll bring up Jeanette's gift next, and then the big question. So if you're watching live, you want to go to ryp.im forward slash vacation. Write that down. Don't go there now. ryp.im 
forward slash vacation. One of the keys to success is following instructions. Do not go there. Write it down. RYP.im forward slash vacation. And guest experts are allowed to enter as well. Hint, hint, wink, wink, Jeanette Anderson. <laughs> I was just typing in my URL to go do that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And yes, we did have a little birdie. Uh-oh, I got a, a, a link from you. Uh, Jeanette, what are we doing with the bit.ly one? Well, that there's two things I would like to give you. And by the way, just as a tip, don't do this because then you just confuse people. But um, I want to give you a gift, and that's my training about the Genesis story. But also, because I was on my rant about you got to know what stage you're at so that you can do the right things at the right stage, I have a free quiz that helps you figure out what stage you're at. And you get an infographic that tells you what you should be doing and shouldn't be doing at that stage. So I really want people to have that so you can figure out where you're at, and what you what will help you get your next 10 or tens or tens, hundreds of clients, depending on what stage you're at. So that's what that link is for. It's for the free quiz. But that's not my gift. My gift is we'll I don't get know that if it's more okay. valuable, but it's differently valuable. <laughs> there, anything from you is supremely valuable. And I'm not nah. joking when I say that. Uh, Thank you. I can tell already. So that, that URL that she's referring to, I put it in the comment section. For those of you that can't see that they're listening on podcast, it's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly forward slash success roadmap quiz altogether. There you have it. So bit.ly forward slash success roadmap quiz. And then we're going to get to now at last, all the teasing's finally over. The gift from Jeanette Anderson herself. Let's bring up the URL for that. I'll bring up the wrong URL. Let's bring up the right URL. And I'll also bring up that respective web page as you go ahead and describe it. All right. So earlier when I was talking about having the garage sale, that's an example of a Genesis story where your why started from, why what you do matters to you so much. Why do you do what you do? And, and we can use that Genesis story in speaking on podcasts to talk to people about why we care about them and what we do in our bios, in our intros, in our about us pages. But sometimes it's really hard to figure out what that is. So I've created a training that supports you in figuring out what your Genesis story is and how to express it. And that training can sell for 247. I want you guys to go and get it because Brian is awesome. And anybody who listens to him is therefore awesome. And so when you put in the code friend, capital F, friend at checkout, so it'll ask you it'll take you it'll say you know go to billing or whatever when you put in the code you get it for free um so it will really support you in being able to and not just speakers trainers and coaches but anybody who needs to engage people in who you are and what you do then this will help you with that so please go and get that free gift and help yourself but like brian said right at the beginning of the show it's not about getting more information it's about taking action on it. So watch the damn training, do the damn exercises, get the damn results, okay? But you won't get it if you just go get it. Put it on your virtual shelf by sticking in a folder somewhere and not doing anything with it. Just I saying. Love it. <laughs> I love it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So please go get that. Please take the quiz. Please reach out if I can support you. I love, love, love questions and and really just helping people get going so that you can be seen can be heard and 
be the difference that only you can be because mm. no one else can be the difference that you are here to be. Real quick, uh, for those of you listening, that's bodacity.ca, as we said earlier. If you don't remember how that was spelled, just rewind a little bit. Uh, bodacity.ca forward slash Genesis story. Uh, story. Uh, if that doesn't work, put www in the front. So bodacity.ca forward slash Genesis story. And then enter the word friend with a capital F. Yeah, singular, no S, friend at the checkout. And then you'll get this thing that she normally sells for $247, which is a discount already. You can get it for free exclusively right here on the Mind Body Business Show because of her amazing wonderfulness. And I thank you very much for that. Very, very sincerely. And I know all of you now are wondering, when is he going to ask that dang question? Because he built it up so big. And it is. It's a big question. It's cool because it can be personal. But the thing is, uh, Jeanette, I just want you to know this, that there is no such thing as a wrong answer. Mm. It does not exist. <laughs> In fact, the exact opposite is the case. The only correct answer is yours. <laughs> All right. That's all that makes it personal because it, it's unique to you. That's it. So we're not getting into your personal business. It's, it's just, what is it? What is your interpretation of the answer of this question? Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm so <laughs> curious. So curious. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Here we go. Jeanette Anderson. Uh -huh. How do you define success? Oh, I'm going to answer it this way. I have two rules in life because I can't remember a lot. So I got to keep it simple. Don't do anything you're going to regret and don't regret anything you've done. So... Ooh. Don't do anything you were going to regret. Like, think about it. Think about the impact. How are you going to feel if you do this or don't do this down the road? And then don't regret anything you've done. doesn't mean be a psychopath. It means learn the lesson, make the adjustments that you need to make, and move on. I think success is when we get to the end of our life without regrets. And that comes from living our life the best that we can, not without mistakes, not without sadness and loss and ch challenges, but without regretting who we've been along the way. Because we're always doing the best we can. So the more we show up, the more we focus on who we want to be, the more successful we're going to be. Mm. And you know how this is going to end, don't you, Jeanette? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and yeah and we love you you are an amazing woman you're an amazing entrepreneur business uh successful businesswoman i can tell there's no doubt in my mind how much you love to serve others that your why is very very evident and i appreciate you for i, I there was so much my gosh but there was one statement that i've never heard anybody say and it had to do with so just as a side note, I have been taking notes <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, for everyone out there that, you know, why are you making me take notes? Like, I don't do, I don't tell you do anything I wouldn't do uh, and do do. Uh oh, did I say do do? Um, <laughs> but you said something about you love to help women because you love men, something to that degree. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard that before. That is amazing. And so you get the whole, and you, you talked about it so eloquently in the beginning or earlier about mm -hmm. what's going on in society and how. Uh, we're all being dehumanized to some degree. 
I appreciate that, uh, that you mm -hmm. verbalize that being a man that's on that end of it. Um, and you know, I'm not here as woe mm -hmm. as me. It's like, we, I just man up and pull up my shorts or my, my pants until it hurts sometimes. <laughs> and uh, just be sure that, uh, you know, I appreciate that you have that insight and that you brought that awareness to the forefront. So thank you for that. But thank mm -hmm. you. More importantly, for all the value you brought, your wonderful stories, the airplanes, I love those, all of it. Um, you are by yourself. You're an amazing, like, you're, you're an impactful person. Thank and you. And you are going to impact so many more people. And I, I wish upon you the greatest success of that you could possibly imagine. Because why would I do that? Because I know with greater success, greater wealth, that includes wealth, that you will scale your business and impact even more women and men as you go forward in this wonderful journey we call life. So I appreciate you, Jeanette Anderson. You have been an absolute godsend and a joy to talk to. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Brian. And thank you for the kind of person who works hard at lifting other people up and providing space to shine light on other people. It really shines a light on how big your heart is and how strong your commitment and your why is. So thank you for that. Mm, you're very welcome. Well, we turned into a love fest, didn't we? It's it is. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> yes. We're, and, you know, we're both wearing red, so that's, we're just kindred I spirits. I love it. Yes. Thank you, Jeanette. Uh, you've been an absolute godsend for this, uh, not just for the show, for me personally. I appreciate you. And I look forward to what we can do together going forward. That's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen, collaboration. I said the word relationship. I love how you clarified that. I want to talk to you about a better word or term to use or a way to describe that. I didn't have time to bring that up on the show. Uh, maybe afterward. And we'll make it a bonus. So everyone gets to know what that bonus word is later. All right. That's it. We've gone a little over time. I'm fine with it. I'm not paying for the studio time. It's my studio. I own it. And YouTube and Facebook don't put a limit on it uh, that I know about unless we're done. No. All right. That's it. <laughs> This has been the Mind Body Business Show. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, with the amazing Jeanette Anderson. Until next time, everyone, go out there, model success, take action on what you've just taken notes on with Jeanette, and go crush it and serve more people and make the world a better place. That's my rant. That is it for tonight. So long, everyone. Be blessed. Take care for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com. My name is Brian Kelly.